Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? I, well, a lot, but I thought we were already into fall. And here I am sweating my backside off in Southern California. I'm like, oh, what's that? What's going on? I have no idea, but I'm, we're rolling. I'm happy to be here. Can't wait. Well, hey, you just don't know what time of year it is right now. You've got baseball. The Lakers just won the championship. There's all kinds of hockey just ended. It's a very interesting year, and there is never any shortage of surprises right now. Is that an understatement or what? No, especially when they played basketball almost all year round this year. It was like, oh my gosh, by the way, this isn't a sports podcast. Well, yeah, but this is the sports of selling. And by the way, if you're new to the (laughs) Selling from the Heart podcast, you've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, I'm, uh, I'm just so excited about all of the things that are happening right now. And um, you know, we we have been talking about this on social, but that special report that you just put together, um, the ebook on, you know, what is what's going on with sales training and and why you know why is it not working for some companies and what needs to change? That discussion has been extremely helpful, and and I just um, I just appreciate you putting that out there and, and all the conversations that are happening right now about how we can develop salespeople more effectively. Yeah, it's it's gotten some really great feedback, and it's gotten some uh oh type stuff. But that's okay, you know that that's what we're about is push pushing the message a little bit. I'm a big believer because I write about it in Selling from the Heart. We always we always want to make these sports and sales analogies all the time, Daryl. Yeah, but I draw the line. I draw a hard line when it comes to you know when when sales leaders and managers can start coaching, practicing, watching game film, doing all the things that professional coaches do with their respective teams. Then we'll start making the sports analogies. That's why you know I'm going out there and pushing the message that you know what training and one time training events they're okay, right? I'm not here to disrespect them all, but it's training without coaching, in my opinion, is a waste. And we got to learn how to train and reinforce it with consistent coaching. Yeah. And there has never been a more important time to make sure we're on our A game when it comes to sales, especially as we step into uh, what is a very pivotal year for, for many sales professionals and companies. So if you would uh, like to just dive into that discussion more, if you haven't seen this special report, text the word heart to 21,000. Text HEART to 21000, and that'll put you on our resources page where you can find that special report about what's not working in sales development and how to fix it. You'll also find all kinds of other resources there. Today, Larry, we are going to get happy. This is going to be, this is happy hour. Welcome to happy hour, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what time you're listening to this, whether it's the morning, the noon, or the evening, workday, weekend, doesn't matter. Right now is happy hour. And I think, Larry, as soon as you introduce our guest, everyone will know why. Yeah, so you can grab a virtual cocktail if you choose to. 
during happy hour, but I can't wait to bring Tia Graham on the podcast. A little backstory. It was, it's been so cool building my friendship with Tia. We're both members of the National Speakers Association in LA. In fact, we both sit on the board. So we've had some super great in-depth conversations about sales, what we both do. And then finally, one day I said, Tia, I got to get you on the podcast. We got to talk about what you bring to the market, which I think is just so cool given, given where we're at right now. So Tia Graham, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Okay. That's the segue, right? That's the lead in, Daryl. We knew you would be. And I know. I look forward to talking about your, uh, your ventures as a certified chief happiness officer, but I also want to tap back into your 14 years of sales and sales leadership experience when I ask you the question every podcast guest gets, and that is, Tia, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Selling from the heart to me means being so passionate about what you are, what you're selling, what you get to represent, and being so connected to it that it feels a part of you. And then also believing that you can serve and help your customers. You're going to partner with them. Um, and really, you know, I, I knew you're going to ask me this question is, <laughs> is it's, you know, it, it's serving and it's helping, you know? And so that's, that's my short answer, but, but the passion really needs to be to come through. And I'll, and I'll even layer on top of that. It's, you know, having pride and a purpose behind it, but you know, you brought, you brought up the real, it's a near and dear word to us. It's selling from the heart and serving. And I'm a big believer that sales is all about helping, but in order to understand what it means to help, you got to be willing to serve. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. So good. And you know, it, it's so interesting, all the different things you read about how helping and serving actually I can't remember who I was listening to recently, but they were talking about even just the the body chemistry of, you know, helping and serving releases, you know, all those good chemicals that actually make you feel happy. And so in oh, some that ways, was a great segue, Daryl. That was well, it's so true good. though. And, and we're here today to talk about happiness. So if you're not <laughs> happy, get ready to get happy. But this is, you know, this is this is so good because I think that in um, in the sales profession, there's a lot of pressure. There's no question. There's a lot of pressure on a good day to hit quota. Um, there's the rejection. There's all of that, and to f- and all of that doubled down right now in the middle of of the craziness. And the, you know, so what? And and Tia, you are a literally a certified chief happiness officer. Uh, why don't explain to our listeners what that is? Because I was fascinated when I first <laughs> talked to you about this. I'm like, I am so happy to know a chief happiness officer. What is that? It's basically the best title on earth. Yes. So, <laughs> so, base, so a certified chief happiness officer is someone who understands exactly how leaders of teams, leaders of organizations can increase morale, engagement, productivity, sales of their team, how to create a really happy, thriving culture where people are are doing their best. And I got certified, as I was telling you earlier, in Copenhagen. And the Scandinavians do a really great job at happiness at work. You know, we spend so much time working and um, it's there's there's a lot of proven evidence-based 
strategies and tactics that leaders can do so that while people are working, whether it's virtually, whether it's in a sales office, whether it's on the road, whatever you're doing, so that you can you can be happy at work. You know, it, it, but here's what's interesting. You know, along with happiness, it, especially at the leadership level, because I'm a I've always said, you know, how leaders take care of their team is how their team will take care of their clients. Mm-hmm. And so if you can bring happiness into your team and into your culture and marry that with heart, that's a great one-two punch because I always say mm-hmm. that leaders that lead their team with, with heart yeah. in turn develop a team that goes out and leads their customers or clients, however you want to refer to them, with mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. I think they go both go hand in hand, the double H. Yes, the double H. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if 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 the team isn't feeling heart and feeling cared for and, and feeling understood and and um you know, coached, as we were talking about earlier, right? It's going to be hard for them to show up in that way with their customers. And I absolutely think it comes hand in hand. I don't know how how you can be truly happy without the heart piece. So I agree. So where do you start? So I'm, I'm fascinated by this concept of like, I... I think, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty positive guy. I think most of us in sales have some type of, well, there's not a lot of cynical people that show up in sales. Sales may make you cynical, but, <laughs> but, but a lot of people, you know, that show up in sales are, are pretty outgoing and, and, and confident. But um, I think that, that it, can, it can wear you down out there pretty easily. Um, where do you begin when it comes to just thinking about coaching somebody to be happier? Yeah. So the amazing, the amazing piece is that there, there's a lot of research behind what makes humans happier. And the research really started in the late nineties. So it's Hmm. newer, um, and, but it's growing and there holistically, right? To answer your question, Joris, where, where do you start is, is holistically. Everything going on in your personal life affects your sales career and vice versa. So looking at whether it be your physical well-being, like the health of your body, the health of your mind, looking at your relationships, looking at your um, how you are you know, financially and your career goals and aspirations, right? Looking at where you are emotionally, psychologically. Um, if I were talking to one, you know, salesperson directly. And they were saying, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I know that there's room to improve in my happiness. I would start asking them about different areas of their life. And in all of the areas, there are proven ways that you can increase. So whether someone is feeling maybe not optimal in their, in their physical health, right? So looking Mm -hmm. at nutrition, looking at sleep, looking at exercise and meditation, all of that. If there's an area maybe in their uh, personal relationships that are struggling, that's absolutely affecting their sales results, right? So it's really having an open mind and, and knowing that you, we, you know, this is a lifelong journey. You can always grow and always get better, but understanding and, and reminding yourself that your level of happiness, how positive you feel, how optimistic you feel, how strong you feel, directly connects to how successful you're going to be as a sales professional. Now, yeah, I'd like, if we can take this, let's just take this one step farther. And now since we have a group of sales professionals all over the world that listen to the Selling from the Heart podcast, how can they take this happiness concept 
And then obviously, so they've gotten past, you know, working on themselves and the things that they need, need to do internally to be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some tips and what's some advice that they can then take that into their client base to ensure their clients are happy? Oh, that's a great question. Mm. So the, I mean, first right off the bat is I would create open, authentic conversations with your customers and talk about happiness. There's so much going on in the world right now. And I think Dale, you said it, you know, there's like surprises coming every week, every month, and we should now be expecting those of Yes, you could be talking about, you know, what's going on with your client's family. Yes, you can be talking about, you know, different aspects of their life or, or, you know, the working relationship. But with your clients, you can absolutely talk about happiness and say, you know, how, how are you doing? How, how are things going and and open that, you know, be authentic and share what's going on in your life as, as well as what's going on with your clients. Um, In terms of, I'll get super tactical here. Yes. So, so here's something like just off the top of my head, really tactical is science and the studies have shown that experiences make us happier than material possessions. So if you were to look at your accounts and and you look at your top accounts, the ones that you are really looking at penetrating and growing and fostering and finding new divisions within those accounts, as an example, is look at what experiences can you create for your clients? And it might be something that you do together virtually or safely in person, depending on where you are, or maybe it's an experience that you actually gift to them, something you do for the team, um, as opposed to sending the traditional holiday gift, right? In the Mm -hmm. mail, think about experiences right now. So that's, that's one off the top. I could probably go on and on, but those are a few thoughts. I really like that. And I'm, you know, when, when I was writing revenue growth engine, I got deep into the customer experience literature and and all of that. And I think that, you know, when you look at just the, the motion of sales in the, you know, initial stages of a prospecting relationship and discovery all the way through, there are opportunities to inject some happiness, right? Mm -hmm. To, you know, just like a shout out to our friends that send out cards, right? You can send a card. It makes people happy. I was just cleaning out my desk and I found some cards from people, you know, that had sent them over the last few months. It made me happy. You can bring the, you know, you can deliver, sorry, you can't bring the, the box of cookies, but you can deliver uh, the, the box of brownies, which by the way, send out cards does that for you as well. Um, uh, this is really cool just to think about like the moments when you can be the bearer of good news and happiness mm-hmm. um, inside what otherwise would just be uh, mundane, transactional, you know, just sign here business relationship. Yeah. I also think humor, any people are craving lightness. People are craving hope and, you know, the, the opposite of, of what the news is giving us, right? Yes, so, yes. So anytime you can make your customer laugh, you can make your customer giggle and chuckle and, you know, even just that, that's such a huge gift and, and humor, of, you know, the, the emotion of amusement. Um, anytime you can also think about how you can give your customer calm and serenity, mm. right? Now, I've, I've been hearing from a lot of corporations that I'm working with that it sort of feels like, 24 seven with everyone zooming and it's, there's no end of the workday. It's just, you might sleep somewhere, but everything else is sort of all muddled together. 
And yeah. so thinking about, you know, how can you, how can you bring a little peace and calm to your customer's world um, is another idea as well. Hey, Daryl, you know, I, I want to zero back to, to um, experiences and memories just mm-hmm. for a second, because, you, you know, I know you, Daryl, I mean, you talk about outcomes and all that through revenue growth engine, right? And selling outcomes mm-hmm. and so forth. And I'm a big believer in that as well. And there's a reason why Disneyland, Disneyland's called the happiest place on earth, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're capturing memories and experiences. And I've even gone as far as to say that salespeople out there need to learn how to sell memories and experiences. You all sell great products and services and things like that. But you know, to put that smile and and to bring your customers to a happy place, they got to be able to capture those memories and experiences and bottle those up and take those out as they grow their business, whether that be within their current client base or outside their client base. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if you're not having fun with your customers, something's wrong, right? Like it's yes. going back to the, the partnership piece. And of course, as long as you're working with a customer, then the relationship is growing and becoming stronger. Um, but, you know, I, some my best customers, I'm sure you guys both agree, are, are now some of my best friends, right? And can, and I continue to add new friends as you work, as you work with, with new people. But um, yes, of course, business needs to be done, but it really, it's sales is human to human, right? And that's why the extroverts love to go into sales because, because we love people. Um, but when you focus, when you stay focused on the serving and stay focused on making the experience enjoyable and, and you should be enjoying it too, mm-hmm. the numbers are going to follow, you know? I, all things considered, right? It's, I, I think we tip of the hat back to either Tom Hopkins or Zig Ziglar, either one of them can take credit for, you know, people <laughs> buy from people they know, like, and trust. And the like thing uh, you know, is, is, uh, is really critical. And to be someone who doesn't just spread uh, whatever product or service you sell, but to be someone that shares happiness wherever they, wherever they go, that right now is really, I think that's always been a competitive advantage, but maybe even more so now that everybody is, you know, all stressed out and, um, and like you said, zoomed out. Uh, and and strung out the the ability to be a purveyor, a spreader of happiness right now may be the best area of competitive advantage any sales professional could have. Yeah. What what else can we do to spread some happiness? This is good. Let's brainstorm together. We've got cards. We got cookies. As long as uh, we, we don't sing, as long laughter. as we don't sing that happy. What's that happy song, Tia? Oh, the one by Pharrell? No, I'm, I'm no. a horrible singer. We're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Clap that your hands. Stop, Daryl. Stop. Oh, come on. You know you know, you want me to sing. No, see, let, let's think. What else can we do to, um, you know, I'm really curious. Uh, what else can we do to be, you know, with our clients to bring happiness to the table? Well, I mean, I I always share that there's a lot of resources right now for people, right? Whether it's, we just said it's a human to human, right? They might be your Mm -hmm. customer, but resources for people. So people are always shocked when I say, you know, yes, in addition to what you're getting from CNN and Fox and the different, there's actually positive news networks. There is incredible information, like social media channels that you can follow because right now everyone is 
uh, in a way, there's an uphill battle of staying positive in 2020, right? And your customers, mm-hmm. your customers are are in this walk as well. So sharing resources, whether it be books, whether it be um, TED Talks, whether it be newsletters, information, so that they themselves can uh, increase their well-being, customers are going to appreciate. Um, and yeah, not not just focusing, of course, on on your products or or the whatever services you're selling. But saying, hey, you're you're a human being, you're probably missing friends and family, you're probably missing going to concerts or whatever it is that that have has really changed human beings' life right now. And here are some resources that can help you during this time. And that allows the customer to feel like, oh wow, this person understands what I'm going through. I think Larry, even um that's so good. And and thinking even about the type of stuff you just putting out there, you know, we are talking about social a lot. Um, and you know, what are you putting out on your, your social feed? Um, is it, um, you know, is it just business is hard and here's a way to get an ROI or, you know, is there, is there some, can we bring some joy to the table? Can we bring some, something, some good news, maybe a, a story from a nonprofit that we, um, serve with, right? Great. Um, you know, what, what can we, what can we put out there uh, it's a good question for all of us to ask to spread some happiness and some good news in the in a world full of pressure and bad news. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because I always say, you know, great sales professionals are a librarian of knowledge, right? They're educating and they're, you know, they're leading with insights and all that. But to play off of our conversation with Tia is I would encourage the sales professionals out there to be a librarian of happiness. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got like that one, Tia, huh? I love it. I a love library it. of ha- library uh, a librarian of happiness. I just grabbed my oh. my book right. I'm reviewing Jesse Cole's book, uh, Finding Your Yellow Tux, and I love this guy. We got to talk to Jesse earlier this year on the podcast, and uh, got to meet the man in the yellow tux. And you know, he he had a sporting. Uh, many of you know a story at a baseball team. Baseball is boring. Sorry, Larry. But, um, you know, and he said, how can we make this fun? How can we make this so that people leave happy? You know, I was reading even at the end of the game, at the end of the night, when all the employees are exhausted, he said, they all went out to the parking lot and high-fived, of course, pre-COVID, right? But they high-fived everybody on the way out, all the fans and said, thank you for coming and come on back. This was great. And it's like that extra effort. He was saying that extra effort even though you feel like I'm tired, I just want to go home, you know, but that extra effort is what makes the difference. And it's, um, you know, and and maybe just another key to happiness is got to be just being grateful and saying thank you on a regular basis. Right. Oh yes. No. Yeah. Gratitude and happiness are 100% connected. And I'm glad you spoke on the, you mentioned on the charity piece too, you know, Mm -hmm. what any, any, service, any act that you can do as a salesperson that is helping others, not just to make the sale, right? Of course, that's that's part of it is helping customers, but um, providing experiences where your clients can be helping their community, helping others, helping animals, helping the earth absolutely makes us happier as human beings. So keeping that that giving piece top of mind. And I recently read a quote where and it was specifically talking about 2020 that 
what leaders and a salesperson is a leader, right? If you, even Absolutely. though you might not be managing a sales team, you're a leader. You, you have clients that you're working with. There's, there's a whole group of people who are, who are following you in terms of, of being that sales executive, being that sales professional. And if you're not being positive right now, it's going to be very difficult for people to want to follow you. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and how you're making people feel right now is what they're going to remember. It's not going to be what you put in an email or what you wrote in your proposal. It's going to be how you made them feel. And if, and if you're infusing hope and optimism, of course, you're not naive, but if, if in ways that you can, you can lift them up, they're going to remember that. And they're going to, they're going to want to stay with you for the long term. Yeah. And I'd like to layer on top of that because, you know, I, I go on and, and I tell sales teams and leaders and the salespeople, you know, on their teams is if we take, you know, the trying times we've had during 2020, your clients are going to remember how you made them feel during this time well before they're going to remember all the good times prior so we got to really double down on client happiness. We got to double down on how we make them feel and let them know that we care. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The listening piece. Yes. And for all of the salespeople listening, I want you to prioritize your own happiness. That's going to connect to your client happiness. And Dr. Barbara Fredrickson and many others have proven that when a salesperson is, well, Sean Acor, also from Harvard, has wonderful studies that have shown that when a salesperson is in a positive mindset versus neutral or negative, that sales can go up by 30 to 37%. Wow. when When we are feeling positive, when we're feeling well, our brains literally broaden and build. We're more creative. We're more innovative. And what salesperson doesn't want to be more creative all the time. We always want to be creative, right? We want to be doing things differently than we were last year, doing things different than the competitors. And creativity and happiness are absolutely connected along with, you know, your productivity and your engagement. So as a sales professional, if you're not feeling that well, I would say, you know, take that time, take a Friday, take a long weekend whatever it is or, or whatever you need to do, or it doesn't need to be a long weekend, whatever you need to do, because it is definitely going to impact your sales. Uh, I, I'm so, uh, this is great. This is so good. You're making me so happy. Uh, <laughs> but this, I think this concept, and we're huge advocates for this on Selling from the Heart, is, is self-reflection and finding some time to get away unplug. Um, you know, we, Larry, you put together the self-reflection journal for selling from the heart. And I know many of you have worked through that. I think the questions in there are really get you, you know, thinking about what's important in life. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this concept of pausing and reflecting has got to be part of it, right? The go, 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 never stop zoom from dawn till dusk and emails till midnight thing. That's not really a prescription for happiness, is it? No, it's not. And, and, you know, looking at the studies of, of different countries and, and different societies and how people work more hours doesn't necessarily mean more productivity or more sales. Right. And why do we have insights when we're taking a shower 
because we're pausing and we're not sitting mm. in our inbox and on our Zooms, right? That's why, mm-hmm. you know, I go hiking, I snowboard, I do, I come up with crazy ideas when I'm not sitting in front of my computer, right? And and my husband does as well. He he runs his own company. So we need to take that time to take care of ourselves and step away. Um, and we'll we'll see you'll you'll see your business different. You'll see your your clients differently and and um and your brain your brain just operates better. I also have a certificate in neuroscience. If you're not, you know, we as human beings think that we can, you know, go pedal to the metal and and do all these things. Well, actually, you know, in the long run, it hurts us physically and and it hurts our our even productivity in the in the short term. I'm a huge advocate of sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So when you said like doing emails till till midnight, I sometimes do that, but I know the next day I'm not as strong. Mm-mm. Right. And so, so yeah, absolutely. Taking care of yourself and, and knowing that I sort of see it as the old way of working of like, you need to be working all the time to be, you know, to be successful. And, you know, what is your definition? What is your definition of success? Right. Heck, I can't remember the last time I even saw midnight. <laughs> I know you're an early riser. You're like, yeah, no, that's because you get up riser. at three thirty. What in the world? <laughs> it's such such a good conversation, and i i was uh, I was intrigued when I knew we were going to talk about happiness today. But I'm leaving this conversation um, convinced that happiness is a key to not only being successful in life, but actually driving results in sales. And also just uh, thinking about um, what can I do to spread more happiness and what can I do to be more happy? I mean, this is really, really good. And this is, you know, these are the aspects of success. They sound um, touchy-feely when you first, you know, hear them. But then when you really unpack it, you go, this is real. This is a big deal. And uh, I think both sales leaders and sales professionals have a lot of uh, things, a lot to learn, a lot to do, a big mindset shift um, in their organizations. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, many of the organizations I've worked in as a sales professional, they were not spreading happiness. Uh, no, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll second that one, dude. <laughs> so, Tia, as we wrap up, and this has been phenomenal. I'm so grateful you shared time with us today. I really do appreciate it. We'll put your contact info and all that in the show notes. But I'm curious as we wrap up, if you could say one last thing to this global network of authentic sales professionals, what would you challenge us with? I would challenge everyone listening to prioritize their own happiness, to think about their customer's happiness, and to never forget that happiness comes before success, not the other way around. Don't push off your happiness saying, when I become this or when I have this, when I get to this, then I'll be happy. Because research shows that when you prioritize your own happiness, you're not only going to become more successful, the journey is going to be a lot more enjoyable. And also, when you increase your own happiness, when you assist your customers in increasing their own happiness, there's a massive ripple effect that happens to your friends, to your family, to your other colleagues. So I think we'd all agree the world needs this now more than ever. 
So don't put it on the back burner. Keep it top of mind. I love it. I love it. Larry, what a great conversation today. This has been fantastic. No, no, it hit, I always say, you know, a healthy heart is a happy heart, right? I just think of all these things, right? It's like, we got to tie it all together, Tia. I know, for sure. For oh, that's sure. so good. Well, Tia, thank you so much. I have, I so appreciate your message. And this is, uh, this is I knew it was going to be good, but this was more than I bargained for. So keep it up. And thanks for being someone spreading the message of happiness. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you for having me and congrats on everything you're doing. Uh, thank you. And thank you to everybody in the Selling from the Heart community. As always, it is so much fun um, meeting many of you. If we're not connected, Larry and I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Um, we'd also love to meet you. And uh, one of the best places we all get together, many of us inside the Selling from the Heart Insiders group, you've heard us talk about that. If you want to give it a try, if you want to connect with a community of like-minded sales professionals and get happy, come to the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. You can check it out at sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders or simply text the word uh, heart to 21,000. I was going to say text happy to 21,000, but the word is heart to 21,000. Till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, prioritize happiness, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.